All right, hold on a second, guys. I'm a little thirsty. Guys, welcome to Ad Leaks episode four. Four! All right, this is where we uh, handle January 16th to January 23rd. So all of this content we're gonna go over is from the 16th to the 23rd only in Ad Leaks Platinum, okay? First, I wanna give a big shout out to Dino Panopoulos, who keeps doing these weekend reviews who have been an amazing help. So thank you, Dino, so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, I also want you guys to keep in mind that this year, that the political arena is just starting to heat up, so we're likely to see an unseasonal increase in CPMs due to the election year. So be ready for that. Uh, also, don't forget, if you aren't a member of AdLeaks, uh, don't forget to join adleaks.com to get access to all these posts I mentioned in the video, as, uh, as well as 500 other videos, courses, how-tos, tutorials, and more, not to mention over 50 amazing deals on your favorite software and services that can literally save you hundreds of dollars a month, if not more. All right, guys, also we got AdLeaks TV episode three. If you have not seen AdLeaks TV episode three, go check it out. There's a link in the, in the description above. <laughs> Also want to announce that one of our official partners, Welling Media, that's Chandler Welling, who owns Welling Media, uh, they're starting to offer packages now starting at $1,500 a month. Uh, for the, so for those of you that didn't think you could maybe afford them in the past, definitely give Welling Media a try. They do some excellent, excellent videos for your products. Highly recommend. And now, a message from our sponsor. Okay team, Facebook ads, give me an update. Pay attention, people! In the world of digital marketing, it's easy to get overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed! Our digital marketing experts work with companies of all sizes to grow their revenue online. Thanks! We're your outsourced CMO. Month to month, no long-term commitment, we can manage one service, your entire digital business, or anything in between. Because if we can help these kids succeed, imagine what we can do for you. Visit hawkmedia.com today to get your free marketing consultation. All right, this next post, guys, is by Nicholas Harvey. Uh, it's Google enables bid simulator for target ROAS, budget simulator for maximized clicks and conversions, okay? Uh, this simulator works the same way it does in manual and target CPA bidding campaigns. Uh, the projected impact of a change is based on your auction data from the past seven days, and it assumes all the other influences, such as your ads, landing pages, your competitors' ads, bids, etc., all stayed the same. Uh, why do we care about this, right? Well, the simulators can be helpful uh, directional indicators of the potential performance impact for making bid or budget adjustments, okay? And as always, keep in mind that the projections are based on historical data and actual future performance can and often does vary from these projections. Uh, this is very similar to the uh, conversion uh, simulator where you can adjust the budget in Facebook and it tells you how many conversions you're going to get. Uh, in Facebook, it's not that accurate. In Google, it seems to be slightly more accurate. So uh, way to go, Google. Nice. Uh, this next post was by none other than our Justin Brenner. Uh, this is safeguarding your profile in Business Manager, okay? This was a great 10-minute video, nice and quick, um, and it, it simply walks you through how to confirm your identity with Facebook in advance 
to safeguard your profile and business manager. This is a must do for everyone and something that I did right away as well. Highly, highly recommend you check that out. This next post is SEO on fire number three. All right, uh, it's a 30 minute video by Marty Marion. Thank you, Marty. Uh, this is a private look and walkthrough of how Marty does his keyword research from an over the shoulder perspective, all right? Uh, there's tons of gold nuggets in here, both for SEO as well as for your Google keyword ads. Um, so if you're doing uh, SEO or Google keyword ads, you definitely need to check out this video. Uh, I wanna say thank you, Marty, for uh, keeping up with the great content, thank you. Victor. All right, this next post was by David Sharp with AdZuma, one of our AdLeaks partners. Uh, this is about stretching your brand further with semiotics, okay? This was a great post about uh, the use of symbols, colors, uh, implied and unimplied meetings in relation to brand building and brand loyalty. Uh, once you start to unpick how signs and signifiers all work together in a web of meaning, you can identify where your offering sits. It's important to remember that people buy products that symbolize what they believe help represent what they symbolize themselves. The world is just one big symbol, okay? If you're trying to solve a problem for your audience, you're in essence trying to create a new symbol from scratch for them to identify you. But trying to do this when every symbol already seems to be taken is very tough. That's why semiotics is so important. Only through understanding symbols can you create one that will be decoded in the right way by the right people. They go over examples from Apple and many others. This is a great, great deep post on branding that I highly, highly recommend you check out. How to win with Google Shopping Ads in 2020. By Vincent Bima, all right? Vincent gives us three recommendations here to make sure that you stay ahead of your competition in 2020 with Google Shopping Ads. For those of you not doing Google Shopping Ads, you definitely need to hop on the bandwagon here, okay? Number one, Google Shoppable Ads. It helps you highlight multiple products that you have available for sale within your sponsored image ad. Uh, you can see it as the equivalent to Instagram shopping ads, basically. Uh, it's currently running in beta, but likely to be rolled out in 2020 here, so watch out for that. Number two, always implement your unique product identifiers for more reach, okay, in your product feeds. Having a quality product feed is about 70% of your Google shopping results, and quality means relevant data, all right? Unique product identifiers or UPIs are a big part of that. Uh, global trade item numbers or GTINs, uh, manufacturer part numbers or MPNs, and brand names are specifically crucial in determining the quality, all right? Why? Huh? Because Google is able to recognize the exact product by their UPIs. As these are universal codes, Google can identify multiple attributes of your product simply by having the GTIN, for example. So in short, UPIs determine the visibility of your product listing ads. Number three, automatic image improvements, okay? If you're not able to take better product images yourself and you have small obstructions in your product image, you can ask Google automatically to improve the images. This means it can remove promotional text on your images like sale or buy one, get one, etc. So does it automatically for you? Thanks for making it easier on us, Google. We appreciate it. Uh, and if you're not getting into Google uh, shopping ads, guys out there, you need to get into it. Um, it'll make you a lot more money. Um, it's honestly much easier even than Facebook, but something you should be doing in conjunction with. So definitely recommend you do that. Do it! Just do it! Yourself. 
next question uh, was, has anyone's business manager on Facebook been shut down from a partner shared ad account? Basically, let's say one of your clients, you share the ad account uh, and then they do something wrong and get banned, right? Will that affect you? Long story short, you wanna make sure that you add yourself to your client's ad account as a partner and you don't add your personal profile to their business manager directly or you could face the same penalty that they do. So if, you, if they add you to the business manager directly and then they get banned from Facebook because they did something wrong or whatever, uh, you could get banned too. And I've seen it happen many times. So make sure they add your business manager as a partner, okay? Very important. This next question was, how do you structure audiences in YouTube ads? Great question. Uh, Devin asked, when running YouTube ads, is it best to use multiple ad sets for each audience or break it out to one ad set per campaign. Jonathan White and Brad Vukovic both agree that doing one audience per campaign is best. And from what I've seen on YouTube ads, this is 100% correct. So I'd go with that advice. This next post was about firing Facebook events on click. Let's say that someone clicks a button or something on your page and you wanna be able to fire a Facebook event to track it, okay? Uh, this is a great post that shows you exactly how to do that with JavaScript. So you can make an on-click event so you can fire a Facebook event when someone clicks a button or a link on your website or whatever you want. Uh, this is super powerful, especially for squeeze pages and lots of other things. This next question uh, was, anyone is anyone running CBD on Google Ads, all right? Uh, my favorite answer was by none other than Stephen Black, so thank you, Stephen. Uh, Stephen says, run the ads to a quiz page and then give them the link after the quiz based on being a qualified lead. If you're talking AdWords, then use a peripheral keyword and set the quiz up in a way that talks about symptoms that CBD might fix without actually mentioning CBD, okay? He says he would also include questions about their feelings on homeopathic treatments, okay, or natural treatments. Um, you wanna get them through that and then give them the CBD page link on the backside at the end of the quiz, okay? You also have their email this way where you can further nurture them. This all keeps you away from Google's radar and you can advertise for CBD. Additionally, by using peripheral keywords, you are further up the funnel, which means they do require a bit of nurturing, but the CPCs and CPAs are also way less expensive than product targeted keywords. If you wanna use a great quiz, quiz builder, uh, Steven recommends outgrow.co. It's a great one that works great with this sort of thing. This next question was a really interesting question that I actually haven't seen before. What factor do you think makes a company established, right? What makes a company established? Is it time or revenue or having a board of directors? What do you think it is? Well, here's a great answer by Chandler Welling. Uh, this is actually a really, really good question and it's tough to answer in short, um, but Chandler Welling's answer was great. He said, it's, he, in, in his opinion, it's brand equity or respect slash reputation. Uh, this is a somewhat encompassing of many things. If you can survive long enough to build brand equity, you're likely past the startup stage and you can say you're established. Having brand equity means that you've impacted a market enough for the market to recognize you as a respected player in the game. It means you can shut off your ads for a day or two and still have sales flowing in. A lot of people can't do this. Okay, that is, that is in my opinion also what, a, uh, what an established company is. Uh, this next question was, uh, is, is very relevant to honestly almost every one of you in the group, especially if you're doing e-commerce. Uh, how do you check if a product is patented? Great question, right? The answer is in the comments here by Damien DeFranco. He gave a very detailed answer. Um, it's way too long to cover here in AdLeaks TV, but it's definitely a great, great read for a number of reasons. 
And if you wanna make sure you don't have to deal with any patent lawsuits, definitely check this post out. Uh, this next post uh, was a question about best practices for contests, all right? The answer is by Van Oaks. love you Van. He said, that's all we do is contests, but we do it a little bit different. Every $1 spent is one entry to win. The more you spend, the better your chances are to win. There is some red tape and hoops that you have to jump through, but he's willing to bet that the quality of the traffic is just as good as any other traffic, and his LTV will blow most e-commerce apparel brands out of the water. Uh, Van is very, very smart and has been doing contests a long time for the e-commerce brands he runs ads for. Um, I would definitely take his word for it. Um, contests, generally, a lot of people have the stigma that you're gonna get a low-quality customer. But that's only if you do it in the wrong way. Um, so I definitely recommend you check that post out and thank you, Van, for the answer. All right, this next question, which is a question that I get fairly often, honestly, is about hiding all comments for moderation purposes. Long story short, I do not recommend that you hide all your comments for moderation purposes, okay? It can be a good temporary fix for certain solutions. Maybe you run out of stock or your customer service team didn't have access to their email for like a week or something terrible happened, okay? And you're getting tons of negative uh, comments. Um, then it might be a good idea to do this temporarily. Um, but you should not be doing this ongoing. Um, it, customers will call you out for hiding comments. Uh, it's just not good, don't do it. Uh, this next question was, how do you handle creative fatigue, okay? For those of you guys that don't know what that means, it means your creatives are burning out, they're not working as well anymore, what do you do, all right? This is a great post with a lot of great answers, honestly. Um, but personally, I would recommend constantly trying new creatives, okay? And if you saw the post from Maxwell Finn a week or two ago uh, about tracking political ads, he showed the level of testing the various uh, uh, presidential campaigns are doing, and it's incredible. And I've generally seen that the more you test, the better, but there's also something to be said about over-testing. You don't wanna spread your budget too thin, okay? So test a lot, but don't test too much where you're only getting a handful of impressions on each ad. Otherwise, even Facebook can't make a determination. So definitely don't overtest. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in to AdLeaks episode four. This is your host, Tim Bird. You stay classy, AdLeakers. <laughs>